Next up, we have Holly Bennett. Um, Holly, I think you're unmuted now. We'll spotlight you, and it's all yours. Kia ora tato, ko taimai nei ki te tautoko i tēnei kaupapa i kia ora i mimiti nga mahi tēnā tātou katoa. Ko Nangataha te maunga, ko Rotoroa te roto, ko Te Aroa te waka, ko... Um, oh, I can see myself now. <laughs> ko Te Aroa te waka, ko Tamata Kapua, Toku Tipuna, ko Te Aroa Toku Iwi, ko Ngāti Tukaui, me Ngāti Piki o Toku Hapu, uh, ko Holly Aho. Kia ora everyone. It's so amazing to be here on this kaupapa. Thank you so much to Stanley for inviting me. Uh, as I said, my name is Holly. Um, I hail from Rotorua, Te Aroa, Ngāti Whakaue and Ngāti Pikiao. Um, as you saw at the beginning, I've got a dual, uh, dual uh, podcasting thing going on at the moment. I did a pre-record with the bro, Robert Hollis, and um, he put that up today at five. And so I, just, I know that's going on right now as well as this. Um, so the thing that I want to talk today to you guys about is my paki, which is lobbying. I'm a lobbyist, he kai ko um, and I want to talk to you about this, this perception that exists around lobbying, that it's not a tool for small businesses, for small pakihi, for people who exist um, in sort of cultural settings, that it's not a tool um, that we can use, and it is. So I just want to take you through quickly my journey to give you some context as to how I got where I am today, um, which is that I spent four years working in the Beehive. And those four years were four of the hardest years of my life, um, but they were extremely, extremely pow powerful because I got to see that when you're in that environment, the decisions that you're making, um, they have real lasting change. When I got to the end of working in the Beehive, which was um, at the end of 2017, I had to think, what was my next step? What was I going to do? And I'm a trained lawyer, and going to law didn't seem to be something that was like, very attractive. So I started to do pro bono work, uh, helping people engage bureaucracy, engage with government. Um, and I was sitting in my father's office, and he said to me, you should turn that into a business. And I said to him, that's weird. And he goes, it's weird that you think that's weird. And then my party was born, literally that night. I registered the company name and overnight I called myself a lobbyist. Um, what is a lobbyist? I think that's really important context because I throw around these words and everyone is sometimes too whakama to ask. And if you don't ask, you never know. So essentially I work as the go-between between, between uh, organisations that need to uh, talk to government, get assistance on things and, and, and the government. And what I do is I help to make it as seamless as possible because if you think about this term government, this thing that exists, there's so many layers, so many things. There's the prime minister that you see on TV, but then there's all these other little ministers. And then there's all these government departments like NZTA, um, you know, DHBs, all these groups that you will deal with, they're all government. But how do you talk to them? How do you navigate them? And that's what I help people to do. So... I want to talk about how it's a tool for Māori and Pacifica businesses and it sort of touches on how I introduced it, that there's this perception out there that it's there for big corporates. So you think about the likes of telcos, Vodafone, banks, all of them. They all have lobbyists, but at the end of the day, it's just a skill set of knowledge that you can teach to other people to give them the ability to know how to do what I do. And my industry has not ever thought about it like that. And so when I set up my firm back in 2017, I thought, 
it's about teaching people to use to have these skills themselves then they can feel empowered to do it themselves because the reality is i run a me i know what it's like you have budgets you don't have endless amounts of monies like corporates um, to be pouring down a drain to sort of get an outcome that you're not sure if you're going to get it talking to government so what i did was look at ways to create tools to teach people how to do what i do and it is very 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 unique way to approach lobbying um, and it's how i established my second business which is engage which I haven't officially launched yet, which will launch in the coming months. Um, but it's to teach people how to do what I do so they don't need to pay for an expensive lobbyist like me. Um, now, one of the biggest things that I'm grateful for is my backing of Te Arawa to support my paki to get it off the ground. So when I started, I obviously had no clients and you have no putia and you have just ambition and you're out there. And I am extremely grateful to Ta Toby, so Sir Toby Curtis, um, Karen Verko, and Te Arawa Lakes Trust that they took a punt on me. So they didn't, they didn't have to back me. They didn't have to, um, you know, put their faith in me. 27-year-old young wahine who was like, hey, I think I can do this for you. And in two years, I'm so proud of the work that we have done together and how we've pushed ourselves forward and moved things, um, moved the dial for our people in Te Arawa. So one of the things that I put out, I put out a widow through Protama Trust, and I'm not sure how much it got picked up, but um, it was to say that we can't leave the work that I do, lobbying, the, the, the idea of getting in front of these decision makers who are spending taxpayers' dollars on our behalf, we can't leave that to our sirs and dames they have spent 70 80 years of their lives serving our people it's now time that some of us put our hands up and do it and i'm so 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 grateful to my iwi that they give me this chance but that's my thing every single iwi in my view should have a lobbyist and i have actively been surveying who's in the beehive right now who's been political advisors in the past and who is thinking about in the future that are maori or pacifica and that they want to take up this widow and that they can do it because it's absolutely something that I personally think every iwi should have their own lobbyist and that helps us get good outcomes for our people. Um, now, finally, I've got notes. So I just want to make sure I cover everything. The final thing is what I said about um, what you can take away today. How can your pakehi adopt it? So you can, slight plug, plug, come to me and engage. But the other thing is to think about where your paki is based, where your business is based. If you think about where your business is based, where its headquarters is at, whether it's at home or outside, you will have an electorate MP. So a person who represents you, either in the Māori seat or a general seat. That is your first step to know how to do lobbying. Find out who that is, make an appointment, and go and see them. That's it. Awesome. That was awesome. I think I think everyone else agrees. I can see a lot of head nodding. Thank you. <laughs> um, Indy, you're unmuted. Um, it's all yours. Awesome. Kia ora, Holly. Thank you so much for your corridor. And, oh, man, like, that just blew my mind, I think, like, mostly because 
I don't know anyone who does what you do. <laughs> That's probably like the most exciting thing about what you do is that you're definitely navigating waters that are just like uncharted. And I think, um, you know, the biggest thing for me looking at what you do in your mahi is that you're Māori, you're wahine, and you're young. And I honestly just like vibe with that 100% because there's not many. But, you know, like I just, uh, you know, like I'm very encouraged by your kōrero. And so... Um, a question I have um, for myself is, like, where do you see your Pākehi in the next five to ten years? Um, oh, beautiful question. So um, if I have my way <laughs> with my widow, like, we will be able to um, build this brand new generation of lobbyists in New Zealand and um, especially our homegrown ones that work across our Māori and Pacifica communities. Um, in terms of engage, that means that it'll be the leading, um, a leading educator in government relations. Because just think about this, um, Vano. We have had Parliament for 166 years, and we have had for 166 years lobbyists, and we have never ever had an organisation that teaches people how to do what I do, which I think is ridiculous. It is not this dark arts thing. It's a sensible set of tools that you can all adopt and know how to do, and it just makes everything much easier. So um, this Paki Engage on my hoodie, that'll be the leading um, training organisation across Aotearoa, um, teaching people how to do what I do. My other Paki, HSB, which is my lobbying firm, um, I don't know where, that, I think I always have that. It's a good tool to be able to have regular income. It's how I got my start in lobbying. Um, it's how I can help my iwi and give back to other groups because um, I do a lot of free and pro bono work through it. Um, but it's, I'm happy where it is right now. I've got uh, seven core clients and it's just rocking along. <laughs> awesome. No, that's great. Um, I've got a, a question from Peter and... So his is around that he deals with government agencies. He's dealt with them in the past via the media industry. Uh, yet there's always red tape that you come up against. Um, yep. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. And is there an easier process that our businesses can communicate with these agencies to encourage a more seamless business relationship with them? Absolutely. So the fundamental um, blockages that come are when people cannot articulate to the groups that they're talking to, to the government, to the officials, what they want. And I see it time and time again, and you'll be amazed. I saw it with a massive organization yesterday. They sent a letter, well, for, and I reviewed it by virtue of my client, and um, it was full of all the waffle, and the ask was at the bottom. And you should be, and it's just like everything else, right? Every bank application, any, like you're flipping the script, you're putting the ask up the top. And it's just simple communication skills, which we, you know, we all have, but, you know, we might get fakama, we might be like, oh, we don't want to get a no, so we'll put a whole bunch of stuff around it. It's put your ask up the top and then the rest of the stuff below. Because if you're really clear and you get a no, don't think of a no as a block. It's like, oh, not right now. I need to pivot. I need to maybe do some refining. I need to talk to Holly. Like, there's a whole bunch of things that you can do to then get a yes, right? Um, and I have watched groups for years and years and years um, 
get no, no, no. And then you just all of a sudden change just how a uh, message is delivered. And then you get a yes. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, and that's definitely part of uh, the excitement of what you do, of course. <laughs> um, so I've got one more question for you this evening. Um, how can the Nisha Network help you grow your pakihi? Oh, I think this is, you're already doing it. Yeah. And it was amazing. I quickly looked through all the people on the call and I know most of them. So kia ora. <laughs> And for those of you that I don't know, I'm going to know you shortly. <laughs> um, I think the biggest thing is just utilizing um, the skills that we all have and knowing that there's lots of people on the same journey. So one of the things that I always found extremely nerve wracking when I started my business is that like I had no putia. I started it with $300 and I was like, when this $300 runs out, it's going to be a very sad time. And you're some people like you get real nervous because you want to say like, Oh, I'm out there and I'm doing it and I'm successful. And it's like, sometimes it's real good to have these networks to be able to just speak truthfully to know that like sometimes you have bad months and sometimes you have good months and um, just sharing that quarter um, because that I think is one of the most powerful things in business because especially in small business, you feel really alone, um, but you're not alone. There's just a whole bunch of people in boats, waka, like around you if they're not necessarily in your own waka. Absolutely. And I can attest to that. And I'm sure everyone in this, um, Zoe can uh, relate in some way or another. So just thank you very much tonight, Holly. And I'm sure that um, there will be plenty more opportunities to hear a bit more about your kōrero and, um, you know, how we could utilise you and, and, and work with you in the future. So thank you very much. Kia ora.